0: Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ artist. I'm Anita Kelly, and my guest today is, I'm going to say the notorious Allie Bally. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Allie, how are you?
1: I'm pretty good, pretty good, making it day to day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know... I just can't imagine what is happening in your world, uh, with you know everything going on uh, in your hometown.
1: Yeah, no, we've we've moved from the uh, I guess quick response to the long term recovery, and it's going to be. I was talking to somebody who works for SBA today, and he said after a hundred years of research that for every month you are in that short term, you don't have electricity, you don't have running water. For every month that passes with that is one year of recovery. So where I live, it came back within about three weeks. So we're looking, not quite a year, but there are some parts of our area that actually still don't have electricity. Are you serious? hmm Yeah. No, it's... um. When a hurricane sits on you for six hours, a, and they, they're saying 140 miles an hour, but we have uh, wind gauges with some of the oil field companies that cost millions of dollars. And they said it was sustained winds of about 150 miles an hour with gusts to 250. Oh, my which, God. That's a lot of wind. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: that's putting it mildly,
1: right? Yeah. Oh so in some God. area, like in our area... Some of the lines are underground, which I'm not sure why all of them are not underground, but uh, (laughs) just me. And then but um, and then we had some poles down. So this storm that passed through Ida actually did the most damage as far as electric poles and any other storm in the United States. So they said, but in some of our areas, it's not just, you know, they're out there fixing a couple poles. It's an actual rebuild. Every single electric pole snapped in the wind oh my god so they're still i mean the, those guys they're working feverishly but yeah. it's it's a lot of work so yeah we're gonna be in for a while but you just have to take it day by day and- do you still
0: have like uh like electrical workers from all over the country helping out still, or did they all go home?
1: Oh no, no, no. they're still here, oh, and good. they're um. It's kind of interesting the way they do that. They actually uh, our Sears here, like at Sears everywhere across the country, closed. So that that actual store in the mall has never really reopened to anything except uh, like every once in a while it becomes like a Halloween costume, yeah, like <laughs> a pop up store, <laughs> exactly. So now they have showers outside that they set up, and they have um, just bunks and bunks and bunks on the inside, as well as, uh, like, a big food truck out there. And so they're actually sleeping at Sears. and They had, like, our Sears had, like, just not the store, the department store, but they also had, like, where they saw, like, the lawnmowers and the tools and stuff. So they have two buildings that i had actually called for <laughs> so I, had, I had supplies coming in from all over the country to our nonprofit, profit and they're like oh we just rented it to intergy so but we had i forget how many um there's like three thousand linemen in town wow and they go out and it's 12 hour shifts oh so goodness. they're they're awesome awesome guys so yeah the next time you see a lineman, give him a little toot as you go by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll be like, eh, some old broad was trying to pick me up. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh, no, but... it's
1: just, I guess you just never, you know, so I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, you, you never realize the convenience of either flipping on a switch yeah. or actually flushing a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. when we got back, we had no running water either. Oh so it was, like, fantastic.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Allie, I just, I can't imagine. Like, it, three weeks, I mean, that's a long time.
1: It is. And it's like, the water came back within about six days. The electricity, um, I was laughing because a, a friend of mine called me, and she said, the electricity just came back on. I said, oh, really? And then, like two seconds later, no electricity.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> God. Call me back when it stays on for about five <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! So, what were you doing? Like, um, how did you like even charge your phone to to contact people?
1: Well, it was interesting because right after a storm, um, a lot of people don't realize this because you see the the towers, but underneath every big tower, there's like a little hut. Oh, in it. Uh, that little hut has all the electrical lines because the, the antenna actually needs or the, you know, the tower needs power to be able to run.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when there's no electricity, your phone just becomes a big paperweight. Oh. So I charged my phone because we actually, when I got back to town, my office had, had actually been destroyed. I mean, I walked through it and it was like, oh, man, this is going to be a while. So we moved in with the food bank and the food bank actually had a big generac. which is a new modern marble. I mean, (laughs) it's really awesome. That's great. And it ran the whole thing. So we were able to charge it. And so about every other day, I would have to drive eh, probably about an hour and a half. I had one of my people stay somewhere where there was cell cell service, electricity, that kind of thing. Mm So uh, she was actually making calls for me. But but to be able to talk to Ashley, I, I had to leave town. And then I would drive about an hour and a half fill up my tank because they also had gasoline and then i would drive back we would have a conversation and then i would go back to town because like i said we had like 18 wheelers full of stuff coming in so it was just one of those um one of those things you never really want to live through and like i said i've done a couple of these now and i really don't care to ever do it again (laughs) it's just
0: wow how many hurricanes have you lived through
1: Um, probably altogether since we've been in the States, maybe like 20. Wow. But some people were just, you know, they get here and it becomes like, mm, you know, it's like a bad rainstorm with a couple of gusts of wind, not anything real bad. Katrina was horrible. I mean, Katrina was worse than this. I mean, as, as as bad as this one was, it was all wind related. We got about 15 inches of rain, but... In Katrina, when those levees broke, yeah. so I actually yeah. moved a little southwest of New Orleans. I don't live actually in the city anymore. And I bought a house that was, um, it's an old, it's over 100 years old, and it, it's uh, raised. So I'm about three feet off the ground. Nice. Smart. Yeah. My house didn't flood. It was just so when you, <laughs> you get back and it's like stripped your roof like, down to nothing. Uh, it uh, So like the shingles came off, the tar paper came off. Yeah. And then fi- once those turbine tops come off, that's when you got a problem. Yeah. So it's just like a funnel, just funneling. You know, even though it's only 15 inches of rain, it just funneled water into my house. Oh, my goodness. Which was not, you know, <laughs> not pleasant. No. But it's not, you know, before in Katrina, it was like two feet of standing water. And it doesn't matter if it's two inches or 20 feet. Once you get water in your house... It totally sucks. Yeah. To you. Yeah. yeah. It's I, damaged. <laughs> exactly. So this one, it's not like I have a new roof now and I'm in the process right now of um, like redoing. The, the lucky thing about an old house in South Louisiana anyway, I'm not sure how old houses were built <laughs> anywhere else. But it's mostly wood on the inside. I have very little she-rock. I, I do have she-rock, which I'm now, you know, my house is now right now the uh, epitome of open concept. <laughs> <laughs> my she-rock is gone. Mm. But um, but my, my ceilings, some of my walls, they're wood. It's called beadboard. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So now it's a matter of spraying the beadboard. So that you don't get mold and then just having to repaint and to do that. So I'm pretty lucky. So that in that case, it usually that doesn't mess up too badly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's you can't have a uh, staying water on your hardwood floors yeah. that you got to rip up. Yeah. So yep. I had uh, yeah. So I'm, I have teak floors in my kitchen and den area, mm. which I've had to rip out. Ah. The rest of it was actually not that bad. So, like I said, I, I almost hated to complain because we went out, you know, we had to start driving to, to bring supplies, to be, you know, and it's not frivolous supplies, we're talking like food and water and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out, and we did these little pop-up things, and um, when I looked at some of the damage some of these other people had, it was like, Jesus Christ, I almost ate the bitch because yeah. it been so much worse i mean yeah, yeah. it's just you know we we saw some uh mobile homes and one i pulled over and i was with one of my employees and uh she was like why are you pulling over i said look at that trailer and it just had the floor left and it's in a section of town where it's a lot of fishermen so they they act to actually have to be elevated so it's about 15 feet off the ground and all that was left was the floor of the trailer. Oh my god! A rocker and a baby bed. Oh my god. And she wow. said, "Well, we've seen like five of those." And I said, "No, I understand that." <laughs> I said, look, <laughs> "Look at this trailer." And I said, "Where is it?" <laughs> and she's like, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Well, the other ones you could see the top of the trailer was at the bottom of the trailer. Uh. Where's the rest of it?" And there was no debris. It was just the floor of the trailer, and that was it. It was, you know, a couple of fallen trees, but that was about it. And, I was, you okay. know, because when I got home, I had a yard full of corrugated tin uh, mm-hmm. roofing, mm-hmm. which I don't uh-huh. have corrugated tin roofing. Actually. So you had
0: someone's. <laughs>
1: exactly. So I had all my shingles, my neighbor's shingles, and all this corrugated tin. I, I have absolutely no idea where it came from. Wow. And I said, somebody just woke up the <laughs> day after the storm was like, where did this damn trailer come from? Yeah. <laughs> like it blew. But I, like I said, it's just one of those things where we try to find something to laugh about every day. And the, uh, um, I mean, cause some people, I mean, you appreciate everything that people send, whether it's money or supplies and people have been very, very generous to me actually after the storm oh, to kind of help, you know, they raise money and they've sent supplies and that kind of thing. But I got to the – food. we had to – like I said, we we're working – right now we're working on the women's shelter. So I'm learning all kind of stuff about domestic violence that I didn't know before, wow. which is actually helping me with this book that I'm writing right now.
2: Wow. But, uh,
1: yeah. No, I mean, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of stuff you don't read in the paper that these, these women are doing. I mean, they're wonderful advocates for uh, domestic violence. But we, I got there the food bank one day. And the lady who was the manager of the food bank looked like somebody had just <laughs> hit her in the face with a shovel, and I was like, "What? What's wrong? You look like you need a hug." <laughs> and they're unloading this truck, and then I said, "You know, I was I was thinking well, that might be one of ours." And the uh, she's like, "We are getting thirty-five thousand pounds of carrots," <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like thirty five hundred, and she says no, no, no. Oh my god, thirty five thousand pounds of carrots, and it was just like, who does that? (laughs) (laughs) Because first they have to be refrigerated, so we were, and then I had to run inside and tell my staff, like, tell me I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Little carrots. So, but I, like I said, so that was our... Now I have people sending me ranch dressing all the time. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, boy. So oh. Just Like I said, we, we try to find something every day to laugh at. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You have to.
1: You really do kind of... You have to, you know... Push your stability a little bit. Yeah,
0: when you go through a disaster like that, you know, you definitely have to... Uh, because that is, oh, that is, you know, it takes a long time, I think, to bounce back from that.
1: No, it really does. And like I said, some people, and I, you know, I think I learned this in Katrina. Um, South Louisiana is kind of a an interesting dynamic of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I love setting up my books here, because for secondary characters, you really can't find a better place. Yeah, yeah, interesting <laughs> characters for real. Yeah, no, I mean some of those people are totally real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just change their names. Yeah. But yeah. They're totally real. But the um and Katrina, I think what we learned, and I think FEMA and SBA going forward has tried to kinda of work around that. But you have people like in the Ninth Ward, which in New Orleans got totally wiped out by Katrina. Mm. And it's a kind of an old African American neighborhood. It's not real affluent. And the houses are old. They, you know, a lot of them needed maintenance. But it's the pride of these people, and you know, and it might have been like their great great grandparents owned it, Mm -hmm. and it's been handed down from generation to generation. There's never been a succession, so you can't necessarily prove the house is yours. I mean, because you, you know, your parents lived in it and died, and they left it to you. Mm -hmm. But because there's no legal trail that says this house belongs to you. Um, you can't get any help, uh, and a lot of these folks are not real uh, insured, and yeah. we we're seeing that right now, in that, um, you know, they're coming to us for some help, and we're trying to kind of put some stuff together to be able to prove, um, you know, so you can get like temporary shelter put on your property that that uh, trailer, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: while you're fixing up your house because you don't have any insurance, but You apply for FEMA. You know, it's kind of a thing that everybody knows to do. Like, as you're driving back into town, you apply apply for FEMA. Yeah. So in case, you know, your insurance, which we're learning right now, (laughs) it's not, you know, it's this lady was like, I I said, you know, my, my ceilings are damaged. And she's like, well, can you prove that they weren't damaged before the (laughs) storm? It's like,
0: what? What what?" (laughs) That's not how it works. Yeah,
1: really. It's like there's no shingles on the house. <laughs> so what the hell? Oh my so, god! I, like I said, it's just insurance. It's just really, really something. Yeah. So we just, um, you know. And then on top of all that, last Thursday I was <laughs> I had like a horrible day at work. Oh. And then I was going to meet friends to go out to eat, and the um, this idiot backed into me. <laughs> oh no. Um, like an intersection so it was like it's like did this guy seriously just back into me <laughs> so wow yeah, no, it's just been really something <laughs> yeah you've had your share no kidding no yeah no it's been it's been eventful <laughs> oh man so
0: did was there much damage to your car
1: yes <laughs> oh
0: god are you
1: serious yeah, no, it was like a big, and I and I was laughing because I said, you know, I was, we were in the car, and a friend of mine said, "Oh, let this guy out." You know, there's a lot of ton of traffic, and then so I let him out, and then we crossed a really busy intersection. So it, it wasn't. <laughs> so a friend of mine in the back seat asked me a question, so I turned around to answer. We were at a red light, and the girl in the front seat's like, "He's backing up! <laughs> Wait, he's backing up!" And uh, I turned around, sure enough, and he backed up kind of at a pretty fast clip. So he just totally demolished my front bumper. Oh
0: my goodness!
1: <laughs> so oh like, man, Allie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so, yeah. So, so well, I have the sheriff on speed dial. <laughs> 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 that is not so a good happens. thing. Yeah, for my mom's friends. They all pulled over, and they were giving the guy, like, that eye thing, like, I see
0: you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. Into that girl. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So So, you have had, I don't know, like, the last, I'll say, two years at least have been a little hellacious. Right?
1: Yeah. I've put out a ton of books.
0: I so. know. But that's that was my point and you have managed to like put out a ton of books like I, I don't even know how many like what <laughs> seven eight books no, yeah no it's been a lot
1: <laughs> yeah
0: how are you getting
1: ready for this and it's like how many was that I, I think it was you? like six well maybe seven how are you doing that like how, how is that possible the um well everybody wanted a new devil book so i'll put that one out and those actually do take a little bit of time yeah i imagine then, um you know sandy over at bowl strokes books when she asks you to do something it's kind of hard to say no <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. like um yeah so then calumet actually i had written it was a short story not short short story but Somewhat short story, comparatively speaking, because usually my books are um, anywhere from about 90 to about 100,000 words. Yeah. And um, so this one was maybe like 30. Okay. Yeah. And I had written it way back. I'm trying to think. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I had written it. It actually was a short. It was, um, they turned it into a uh, like a short film uh, with Anna Best. Annabeth Gish and there um, there's a couple of other people that if you watch the the short it was called Guillory's Little Secret. The Guillory's Little Secret was actually based on Calumet which is a book that came out. And I always thought it was a story that stuck with me because um, you know they wanted something a little different. You know they had asked me. I think um, the the producer and director was somebody who had read a bunch of my stuff. And she was like, can you come up with something? Like, really? And then, so, I don't know. I thought about it for a while. <laughs> and then I, so I came up with this. And they did this. And it was a, uh, I don't know, maybe 30-minute um, movie. A little short. Really? It was, uh, yeah. So it was, What's it uh, called? It was interesting. You know, so I wrote, I wrote it. I sent it to her. And they really liked it. So they said, okay, well, we're going to do it. But we're going to really change <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of like anything. You go through editing. Yeah. But I learned how to do um, a screenplay, basically. That's so cool. So, which I is hope. different than writing a book. Yeah. So we did that and won, you know, some film festival kind of things and um, almost got nominated for an Oscar, but not quite. We <laughs> came really close. What is but, the name of the sh- the movie? It's called uh, Guillory's Little Secret. Guillory's? Yeah, well, the, the, I changed the name of the main character in the book, um, but yeah, in the short that I wrote, it, the main character was named Guillory, so instead of Jackson. So, okay,
0: I was going to say, I thought it was about Jackson. I, I read that yeah. book, yeah. No,
1: no, no. So yeah, so I changed the name, and uh, I went back to the profession that I had put in the book. I mean, well, in the short film, she's a professor, it mm-hmm. goes back to... Little thing I had just gone the the story came to me because I had just gone to my twenty year class range. okay <laughs> and it was like I graduated with these people like you know how have they not died but playing in traffic because some of them are total idiots <laughs> 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 these rabid Republicans. so it was so you know I said it's like going back if you especially if you've moved away Mm -hmm. because you know i left my hometown and moved to new orleans and all my friends thought i was crazy because it was you know new orleans is so dangerous and Uh, i mean you're gonna live your life like that it's totally not worth it yeah (laughs) be your own in fear yeah yeah so i i did i lived in new orleans for a long time and um katrina was what ran me out that and my mother had gotten sick so I moved a little closer back to home, but it was it was interesting to see the perspective, I guess, of people when you go, I don't know if you've ever been to your class reunions, but Long time ago, yeah. Yeah, some people um, cuz I have another one coming up next year and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going cuz I'm Facebook friends with some of these people. And it's <laughs> not going to I didn't, didn't want to know you in high school, I'm not going to pay money to see you now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so, funny. But it's a it's a different respect. Because, like, for some of them, if you were the, you know, the head of the dance team or the star of the football team, they were like, oh, don't you want to go back? And it's like, no. <laughs> no, no. I Do never want to go back there. Yeah. And it's like, I know I had a really good experience in high school. I, you know, I wasn't bullied and I wasn't, um, you know, it's one of those things where you just don't um, – you know, it, it wasn't like, oh, I, I don't want to go back because it was such a miserable experience. I mean, I had great friends, which I still have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. You know, we have lunch about once a month. And nice. um, I have great memories of high school, but my life has been so much more than just high school. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I've traveled. <laughs> Written yeah. like thirty-five books, uh, yeah. you know. So it's like, no, I, I don't want to do that. I mean, I would go back if I could buy like Apple stock, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The knowledge I have now, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: <sighs> yeah, so Carrie it was that one was interesting because, like I said, it was something that kind of stayed with me. And I said, wow, well, the short story was somewhat complete to make a you know this little short film out of. It really, um, it could have been so much more, so I turned it into a book, and it was the only time I've actually, because somebody uh, emailed me, and they said, have you looked at, I don't like to read reviews on Amazon, or anywhere else for that matter, Uh (laughs) it's like, you know, you hate my stuff, then I guess you hate it, but everyone's entitled to their opinion, but no, this lady accused me of uh, plagiarism, what, because yeah, she said, oh, you know, I saw this video, like. <laughs> no serious. way. Oh, the whole concept. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I Lord. wrote that. Oh, my word. <laughs> I myself. I plagiarized the alley valley, that hack.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, That's funny. Yeah.
1: No, it is. Uh, Did she get it? Like, did you explain it to her? Well, I think because it's, well, that's when I learned that you can't really make comments on uh, Uh, it. (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) you can't (laughs) can't comment comment back. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, actually one of the producers, actually someone anonymous wrote and they said, you know, that uh, no, she actually wrote the the film as well. (laughs) It's based on this book. Oh my God. And goodness. then uh, one of the producers of the movie actually came and said, Well, no, you know, she, I could totally tell you because I was a producer on the movie that she, she wrote it. Yeah. You know, how could she steal from herself? Yeah. But yeah, now that one, but it was different. I mean, I think a lot of people, that's the thing that I walked away from. It's not your typical romance.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the book. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: it, it wasn't like you're going back to fall in love with, you know, this girl that yeah. you were in love with in high school. That's not what the book is about. Yeah, It's more like coming home and making peace yeah. with your past yeah. so that you can move forward um with the life that you have now, especially if you're happy. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, no. And, the, and so I guess being cooked up in the house, um, for two years. <laughs> yeah. You were cranking them out. So <laughs> the devil incarnate, right. Came out this year. Uh, and, uh um, yeah, that one. Calumet. Um, the sequel to Beneath the Waves came out. Um, I'm trying to think. what uh, came out. Stormy what think Seas was that another yeah, one? Stormy or? Seas came out, and then um, and then I actually have finished another one, but because of the storm, I haven't actually written anything since uh, August 29. <laughs> wow. I started today, as a matter of fact. I was going to take some time off, but. That a car accident, I have a slight concussion. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Um, My word. Uh, I couldn't, like I said, for the Thanksgiving holidays, I just took a little easy. Had a massive headache. But, um, God. Yeah. So now I wrote another one. And I said, you know, every once in a while, you want to experiment with different things. So I wrote. I'm in the process of writing a sequel to. Um, it's called Another Chance. So it's a domestic violence one. So like I said, I I'm in a good spot. I wanna thank everyone who wrote who bought the first one so that um, I was able to make actually a pretty sizable donation to the women's shelter, but um which I promised to do with that book. And I'm going to do it again now that I see what they go through on a day-to-day basis. But then I wrote another one that, like I said, it's actually finished. It's um, about halfway edited. So they're supposed to come out this month. Mm -hmm. And then they move it back to May of next year, which was very kind because I've been dealing with some other stuff. So I had a chance to... You You have. (laughs) 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 So that one is called Writer's Block. Okay. and I said at first it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden I got a writer's block. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, no, that, that one is also going to be very, very different. It's not your typical typical romance. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so that one will be, I don't want to give too much away. Okay. but yeah no, it's, uh, the and then the, a good the character. Of- yeah, no, the main character in that one actually is a writer, um, oh. kind of like a mystery writer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, loses her parents, lives in New York, is very successful at writing, and then just kind of loses her mojo mm-hmm. after her parents die in a kind of freakish accident. Mm. So she's an only child, and then so she decides one night, but, well, <laughs> you know, her last book comes out and it's gotten horrible reviews, and it, um... She decides in the middle of the night. She goes on like a Zillow kind of thing and buys a house in New Orleans that, according to the the site, was a kind of a fixer upper. Okay, but she got when she gets there, it's more of a fixer upper nightmare. Oh, <laughs> it's like beyond fixer upper. So <laughs> go from there, and it's like uh, so. It's, it's it's a romance, but not your typical romance. Typical. Okay. But it's it's one of the um so I figured after the couple of years we've all had as far as COVID and all this other stuff it um so it's funny I mean I, at least I think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> all right.
0: And and so that's in May and when does a good chance come out?
1: So, a good chance will probably come out in November of next year. Oh, okay. I'm so. almost finished. I mean, I'm 68,000 words in. Okay. So, it is, um, yeah. No, that one is, like I said, I, I just need to, I'm rereading it now so that you can see where the hell I am. And then from there, I, um, so no, I should finish it in the next month or so. Okay. Now that it's kind of slowed down, I'm not working like 14-hour days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was able to put on pants. <laughs> <laughs> or pants. So, you know, going to work in shorts. Yeah, and, yeah. In oh a t shirt. So yeah. well, the girl at the uh, at the women's shelter was like, ooh, today must be special. You're wearing pants. <laughs> 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 Real oh,
0: shoes. <laughs> oh boy. Well, listen, you're gonna have to give me your address after after we're done here because I'm gonna have to send you some black tourmaline girl. You <laughs> black tourmaline is you carry it in your pocket and it protects you against all this negative energy that's around you.
1: You, yeah, you know, like I said, I mean, it's like the freakiest, you know, yep. Uh, yep. A curse, yep. you can curse, you can curse, and you need some, you need some black tourmaline for sure. Yeah, really, no, and it's like. No, like I said, this car accident I got into, and I said, I really couldn't back up because if I had backed up, I would have gotten T-bone, which would have really, like, <laughs> concussion when it's, like, the least of my problems, but, like you know, because I was talking to the sheriff on the phone, because I said, look, I need you to send somebody out here, I've been waiting, like, an hour, and he was like, so what happened, and I said, well, this guy just, he backed into me. And he was like, seriously? Uh. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's hard to believe. Like, Like, who
1: does that? Yeah, that's a new one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, in the end, it's like, it's a, I guess like an inconvenience. But when you look at it, it could be so much worse. I mean, like, you know, like, so sometimes just crap happens. Yep. You laugh and you move on. <laughs> yeah, you
0: got you got to look for like that. I don't know, some kind of silver lining, I guess.
1: Exactly. So, like I said, most everyone in the car was okay. You know, like four people in the car with me. There was four of us all together, yeah. and we were. There was two in the front that really kind of got the the because you wouldn't imagine you know if somebody backs in you, it's going to be that bad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so no, it was just a little bit of. Um, mm-hmm. So and and it was like, ah, this is what you know. I was laughing because I was talking to the girl who runs the the women's shelter today, and she's like, you know, a long time ago, somebody (laughs) no good deed goes unpunished. uh, (laughs) Yeah, we're like living proof of that. Yeah, yeah. How about it? I I let him out, and then so that he can beg into me. (laughs) Oh God. So So we uh,
0: just came through Thanksgiving. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we're just off Thanksgiving weekend. Um how did how did you celebrate and and in light of all this stuff going on in your life, what, what do you find to be thankful for?
1: Well, I'm thankful that I still have a home It might be a little slightly damaged. A little but, soggy. <laughs> yeah, a little soggy, but we we're able to live here and uh, um I'm also thankful. Because, you know, we were talking about that this weekend, actually. And I said, everyone, um, everyone's family is slightly flawed, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> however, however way it's slightly flawed. I said, you know, whoever tells you that they have, like, a Walton kind of existence, I, I just don't think that's true.
0: Hey, even the Waltons <laughs> were messed up.
1: Exactly. So I said, you know, we went... Um, I read a Van Gogh exhibit, uh, I mean, a a Van Gogh quote this weekend. And it said, uh, he said, normal is a paved road, but no flowers grow there.
0: Uh,
1: So, and I said, you know, that's probably true. And so we were going through like all the people that we know and kind of, you know, because I think it's not just this COVID thing. Cause some people, it's like, uh, how did you pass high school science? <laughs> it's real. Uh-huh. <laughs> the virus is real. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's not made up because your buddy Trump lost the election. Yeah. And the um, but I think it's just this political divide of people coming up with excuses like this written house guy, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and I said, you, you get some victories like those three guys got convicted this week. You know, this yep. past week. Yep, and I said which was totally deserved. Oh yeah. So I said, you know, going to Thanksgiving now is like what? Uh (laughs) So I we started a new tradition a couple years ago. So we actually go to uh, Ruth's Chris Steak. (laughs) Oh, cool! I love that place. Yeah. So uh, we eat a steak and pretend it's turkey. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of turkey. Like you know, in October. like turkey, don't get me wrong. Okay. But um yeah, so no we we I'm thankful cuz I said, you know, we have friends who they're extremely wealthy, but they're they're not well. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, it doesn't matter how much you have or don't have if you don't have your health. So I said I'm grateful for being healthy, I'm grateful for the great memories that I have with my family that are no longer here. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for my friends. I said, you know, it's <laughs> If it hadn't have been for those four people that knew my mother and they were like, we saw you. (laughs) Every once in a while, if I need proof that my mom's still looking out for me, stuff like that happens. Yeah. And it's like still around. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So it's, it's a lot to be grateful for. Even if uh, I said, you know, the generosity of other people, that show that even though, I, said, you know, because I lost my parents, I lost my, I only had one brother, and he died uh, four years ago. And I said, you know, you, sometimes you feel like, oof, I'm here all by myself now. And it's not necessarily true. I said, sometimes the family that you make through your friends, yeah. and through people that you work for and work with, yeah. um, prove to you every day that you have plenty to be thankful
0: for. Yep. You surround yourself with good, you know.
1: Exactly. And, yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. So um, what, like, I, I'm just amazed, like, um, that you have cranked out so many books during this time. <laughs> like, really, it's pretty amazing. And and you've been through so much. So, So what kind of headspace, like... Do you like, does it matter what kind of headspace you're in or, or what's going on uh, in your life that, that you know you can still write? Yeah, and... I'm the... <laughs> it's
1: like one of the places uh, I like to think I have <laughs> most of my think I'm crazy, but I you know take a shower every morning, mm-hmm. sometimes in the afternoon, depends on what's happening. <laughs> but... So
0: glad to hear that, Allie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, somebody told me the other day, I, I uh, my grooming habits are fantastic. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. But... <laughs> okay.
0: So you all, you must always look like you're
1: shining. Um, must be. Uh smell good. Too. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> in the morning, I look out. Uh, I have a uh, window in my shower mm-hmm. that I've never covered up. Okay. I don't have any window covering on it. And it's like, but I figured if you're going to, you know, put a ladder up against my house to look at me in the shower, <laughs> I think <laughs> someone's going to notice that. Yeah, they probably <laughs> but, would. Yeah. So I like to look out the window and I have a, a bank of trees on the side of my house. Or I, I used to anyway. <laughs> I don't anymore. Oh. But um, I lo- I would look out of those trees and they have a lot of birds. I'm, I'm a birder. So I like to look at the birds and... And stuff, and I, I let my mind wander, mm-hmm. and that's usually where some of my story ideas come from. Yeah. So I'll look out, and it's kind of like a good way to. I mean, obviously, it's not good for water con- con- <laughs> conservation, mm-hmm. but I like to take long showers. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's it was kind of amazing because I said, you know, in August twenty ninth, uh, we hit the ground running, and we've done all this good in the community, and I, I don't regret that at all but that part of my brain that usually has a million characters talking to me about uh, write a book about me uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and this story idea. And it's like, it went silent and it's, it, it's never silent. I mean, ever since I decided to try to start doing this and I want to say it was back in like 2001 okay. or 2000. And, um, I, you know, I started cranking out all these stories and I've been so extremely lucky that people, you know, keep reading, mm-hmm. and I, I'm really appreciative of, for that. And they enjoy the, you know, like I said, uh, the Devil series was really supposed to be two books, and you know, we just I just finished book seven, and but as long as people want to read, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's always been interesting that. Whether well, I'm driving my car, I'm in the shower, which I couldn't be in my shower for a month and a half, <laughs> I'd Whoa. be somewhere else. I'd take Where long showers,
0: could... too.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't live in the house, so I yeah. couldn't take a shower and look out my window. Yeah. So I, that part of my brain actually went silent, and it, it was kind of a little disconcerting because I thought, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you worried that it wouldn't come back? That it wouldn't come back. Yeah. And it was like, so like I said, it was kind of like I, I wrote this book and called it Writer's Block, and it was like, great. It's going to be the end of that. Uh, but um, no, I was at home the other day trying to get rid of my headache, and a, and a story idea actually popped into my head. Oh, that's cool. And I was very excited because I thought, oh, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe check somebody like really whacking me. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of wake my that part of my brain up so it's not i mean i could write anywhere yeah whether and i actually do sometimes like to go um to like starbucks or to the mall i like to people watch i like to Mm -hmm. listen to people's conversation and not a creepy way (laughs) Uh,
2: uh uh
1: uh-huh i hear (laughs) you and it's um so no, like a story idea popped into my head, and I thought, oh, okay, and it, it was something, you know, a little like again, kind of different. I don't know if I'm off on a tangent of trying things that I haven't, um, but sometimes it's a good thing because mm-hmm. that's uh, Kane came to me. Oh, cool! And well, the, um, yeah, so Carolyn actually just like, no one is going to write to read that. It's very violent. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, well, no, Kane. Kane's been very, very good to me. (laughs) Kane is. Kane's a good character, though. Yeah. So no, I mean it is. I mean I'll I'll be honest. It is is very violent, Mm -hmm. but when I I that kind of world interests me okay. i mean uh, you know and like i said mm-hmm. my job i have to be nice to everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want to be yep so Kane's a good escape <laughs> oh that's nice well Allie, okay. did
0: you have any like formal training in creative writing or is this just is this a natural gift or, or is it a combination of both
1: I have training in grant writing. <laughs> okay. A little different, <laughs> but. Powery is more formulaic, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. But,
1: um, no, I just tried. It was kind of an interesting way of how I came to start writing books. I, um, I want to say it was the third Harry Potter book that had come out before mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling totally lost her mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Carolyn actually gave them to me for Christmas. Ah. Uh of my gifts that year. Nice. And I um <laughs> at first when I opened it, I have absolutely no poker face. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> problematic sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, "What, <laughs> what the hell?" <laughs> you know, like, "Not uh-huh. Okay. Didn't yeah, hide like it. Children's... Yeah, children's books, really. <laughs> I know I'm immature, but come on. <laughs> and then, but I, started, I sat down on Christmas Day and I actually started reading it. Mm-hmm. And then I read about her and then some of the good stuff that she had done back then. And I fell in love with these characters. Yeah. And I thought, what a, you know, and you read about how she wrote them. And, you know, and she was a waitress and she wrote her own napkins. And, you know, she came up with this. I mean, she, it was phenomenal world building in a story and it um so I think it was I don't know, book six had come out and I I remember <laughs> because I had pre ordered it and uh th- it was coming out at midnight and I said so the ladies like, well, you know you can come at midnight and pick it up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, well, you going to pick it up tomorrow? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like, picking up my book. So I was there and all these little kids. And I said, you know, one of the things that I found really wonderful about this story, not just that it was a wonderful story, but the wonderful thing she did about getting kids to read. Yeah. You know, that yeah. she it was just a phenomenal thing that, uh, you know, a lot of kids didn't want the movies to come out because they just had a picture in their head of what these characters look like. And I said, what a wonderful thing. And I was laughing (laughs) because Carol was sitting in the coffee shop at the bookstore Mm -hmm. and this lady sat next to her and she's like, well, which one is your little kid? Ah. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. You know, I, I read those first three books And I thought, I wonder if I could do this. You know, I wrote a lot of grants and I wrote memos and business letters, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I had never really tried anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I took a creative writing class in college, but that was like a million years ago.
0: Yeah, and that's so different, writing like a novel, like a fictional novel versus grant writing. Like, you know, you want grant writing, you want something
1: lean, right? Right. And And it was... Uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's not real flowery. There's no real story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would like you to give me all this money and this is what I'm going to do with it Uh kind of thing. And it's, uh, you know how you're going to quantitative statistically prove that you did what you're going to say you do. Yeah. So I sat down and in, in that time, uh, Carolyn actually had cancer and we went through the surgery and the chemo and the radiation and all that. And we were done. I mean, it took about a year, I guess, of just hellacious treatments. Yeah. And then, so we were done. And one day we, we were at a, a Billy Joe concert, actually. And we were on our feet and it just dancing and have a great time. You know, this was behind us now mm-hmm. as far as that part of it anyway. Yeah. And it, um, it, Crawley Sound actually came to me. It was the only one that oh. ever came to me with a a beginning, a middle, and an end. I wrote that book in like a month.
0: I love that book.
1: Yeah. So I wrote that book and it came to me like like I said, it just like boom, there it is. And then oh. uh, so I wrote it and I turned it in uh actually to another publisher. What? That went, Yeah. Well, Bow Strokes didn't exist back then. So I turned it into somebody else and they accepted it, actually. And then in the middle of editing it, they went belly up.
0: Oh, man.
1: Well, I'm going to. And I thought, well, that's that. And then uh, a friend of mine encouraged me to send it to um, this new up and coming publisher, Mm -hmm. uh, Bow Strokes. So Mm -hmm. I sent it off. And uh, I remember being being out to dinner one night, and then I get a phone call, and it was from New York. I answered it, and it was uh, Lynn Barreau. Ah, and so everybody knows is Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. And she, um, she said, we're gonna sign this book, and I, I think it was the second one that she signed. That was the second Arthur that she signed. I think the the first one
0: was Kim Baldwin, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. and then yeah. so she, um, she's like, we're going to sign it, it needs a lot of editing. <laughs> we're going to love it, we're going to change it. Uh, <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Oh my word. And like, so I said, well, you know, I had a lot to learn, which was, you know, and anything that you, that you try, that you want to do. Yeah. And she said, but in the meantime, do you have anything else that we could look at? And I said, I had just actually finished, I hadn't even named it yet, and it was, I said, well, I just finished this book, but it's, I don't know, 800 pages long. <laughs> 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 and she was like, oh, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> um, okay, well, take that book, and then cut it in half, what you think would would be a good halfway point, and then send me that. And then so I sent it to her, and uh, she actually had her partner read it, Lee, and uh, he was like, well, what happens? (laughs) (laughs) So that was um, their introduction to Kane Casey. Awesome. 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 That's a great story. Yeah, two books, and then um, people really loved it. And I was, like I said, it's very humbling. Mm -hmm. Because people, you know, they they reread the whole series as the new books come out. And I really thought, you know, like a long time ago, I said, I'm going to write seven. And that's it. I'm not going to write any more. But in this last one, (laughs) I introduced the Russian mom. The Russian mom. So I think (laughs) I can. And it's a huge cast of characters. Um, You know, I know it's. Hard to keep up with them. <laughs> you can't leave us
0: hanging now.
1: Yeah. So I figured, yeah, there was going to be more than seven. I can't put a number on it now. Yeah. So okay. but that one is one that um, I'm actually one of the things that I was thinking about before the storm was to write. Um, I wrote a prequel, which, you know, came out what, maybe a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Now, probably,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking it like around twenty
1: eighteen or something. Head, yeah. And how they fell in love and I'd how love that. they get together. Oh, but I that was wanted so to so sweet. Back, yeah. I wanted to go back even a little bit more than that to where the Casey family oh, cool. that you know today began begins. Cool. Like the first people that came. Over from Ireland. Ireland. Awesome. The, uh, and it was because I was in, I had gone to P-Town and then I came back to Boston mm-hmm. and I spent a couple of days in Boston before coming home because I'm a huge history buff and that's, if you are, that's a good city to visit. Definitely. Yeah, so we, I walked around and I stopped at an Irish pub to eat dinner mm-hmm. and have a couple of beers and the, um, and. <laughs> I had to get the waitress to tell me like a couple times. Like, okay, how do you pronounce the name of this place? <laughs> <laughs> huh. And it was the Roisin Dub um, in Boston. Okay. And Roisin Dub means the black rose. Uh, okay. Uh, Gaelic. Yeah. And so I was going to write a story about Roisin Casey, who was going to be the first. Huh you know, they immigrate from Ireland, yeah, so I have, yeah. been, I have been advocating for Roisin for the last couple of years, I think. Oh, cool. going to get it uh, published, because it's like, you sure you want to, because I'm really lazy, so, <laughs> in the sense of research. I, I can't I'm see laughing. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have gone back in some of them, you know, especially the the um, Kind of like the paranormal stuff that I wrote. Uh huh. And it's only like brief glimpses into the past. Good amount of research. But, um, so yeah, no, I thought that would might be a good way to, um, but I have that series and then I also have, um, the series that I started, the Vegas Nights one. So I was thinking about revisiting those characters as well. Oh, great. Vegas. That's... So, wow. And a little. From from Kane and um, you got
0: a lot going on.
1: Yeah, so now, like I said, it's uh, and like I said, every once in a while, I like to do these kind of prove I'm not totally psychotic. <laughs> 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 where no one does. <laughs> <laughs> so, <It's> more romantic.
0: <laughs> so, so if if one of our listeners isn't familiar with your work, which I don't know how that's possible but anyway let's just say <laughs> that they're not what novel which novel would you suggest that that they pick up and and start reading to acquaint themselves with you
1: uh, you know I was, I was thinking about that and i said i think especially if you like series which i've always enjoyed a good series mm-hmm. um i guess the devil inside okay devil. um which actually I think um Rad's come up with I think all the, the devil book titles anyway. Tashy. I like the write books I suck at <laughs> titles.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so so for our listeners who aren't familiar with that series, it's about Kane Casey who um is the right the descendant um and a long line of um what they're yeah, like irish. the irish mob i
1: guess irish mob bosses in okay. yeah. new All orleans
0: right. so right. new
1: orleans does have a very long history of mafia type characters oh yeah it uh-huh. has a dark past right yeah so kane actually is based on one of them who was a really good friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> awesome and I that when i was at lsu oh that's and he so was cool. the only person he was a very fascinating man And uh, was the only person I ever met that traveled with armed guards um, everywhere he went and uh, was a chef, was funny and very charismatic. Uh And it was not, but he was a good guy to know if you had a problem. I'm (laughs) sure he was. (laughs) So you would go to the restaurant every once in a while and it would be like a big table of big burly guys drinking tea and then the next table <laughs> an older italian couple having dinner <laughs> <laughs> wow. it was not a,
0: um, that is awesome
1: yeah so he was you know he mr jimmy died though probably about 15 years ago Boy. but he was a really really great friend and it was you know you never got to see that side of him but mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, but yeah, no. I met him when I was at LSU. I worked for LSU for a while. Cool, cool. And I met him there. And then, so Kane is loosely based on his his life. He was Italian, though he wasn't Irish. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Irish mob is kind of interesting in all in itself. Heck yeah. So, so I mean, if you like series and you like that kind of genre, mm-hmm. I would suggest that. Um, Would you recommend you like- that they go, that they read the um, the prequel first or start I think with? It, it, read the prequel because when I wrote the prequel to it, um, yeah, that was the one thing that the editor said. <laughs> like, it can't end when they break up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not, it doesn't work. That's not a romance, it's a tragedy. <laughs> yes,
0: I know. I was so upset.
1: Yeah, so now when I wrote that book, in a, you know, because we, I was like, whoa, it's, they don't actually, <laughs> yeah, the ending is not what you expect in a romance. And even though it's about the Irish mob and the Italian mob and now the Russian mob, it's, to me, it's still a romance. I mean, it's still, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a family kind of character study. In that she is supposedly, I mean, you're not really supposed to root for Kane, but uh, I mean, I find her a fascinating character. And it's um, and it's even more interesting now, because I started with one editor, and now I have an, another editor who's trying to introduce more uh, emotion into my writing. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we can't do that too, too much. <laughs> <So> now, <laughs> And, you know, Kane's a certain way, and yeah. we can't make her like too. Um, but no, I, I we we did interest, and I think that um, you know, as much as I tease uh, Vic about it, that Victoria has made my writing better because sometimes when you do delve into those character emotions and the why of things, mm-hmm. it makes for much richer. Uh, story.
0: Definitely, so and that, for our listeners, the prequel is called Heart of the Devil, and you learn all about Cain and her paramour and how they meet and get connected. And
1: her family is still alive in that one, and the um, that the, the devil inside starts, a, it's a very different um, point in Cain's life, and it's not... I, because it's yeah like i said that one (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like please hang in until the second book yeah Uh, it's a great series like i i
0: i love it i absolutely love it it's a it's a super fantastic series and and i didn't read uh the devil inside when it first came out so i could read the next one right away you know because it was already out and it was yeah it's so
1: nice um because it was just—I uh, mean, the good thing about it was the—the um, the second book actually came out the same year that the first one did. Yeah. So you didn't have to wait too, too long. No. It's not a—I um, think introducing like the Cuban mob part of it, and—and uh, and the, the good thing now is—is is that they're all very slowly coming to Audible. So if you like Audible. um She's Paige is actually working right now on uh The Devil's Orchard. Oh great. So they'll eventually all be on Audible. Which I I like to listen to the books because um like when I cut the grass and stuff. And Same here. <laughs> that's, that's like the only time I listen to books. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. no, like I'm either driving in the car or you know, whatever. I like to listen to it makes the, uh, you know, either you drive or cutting grass or whatever, it makes it a little bit more entertaining. Definitely. So, Allie, do you have any parting words for our
0: listeners today?
1: Well, I do. Uh, for all of you who have uh, read me through the years, I really do appreciate every single one of you. Um, some of the notes and emails that I've gotten in this past three months have really made a huge difference into keeping my mood, (laughs) my mood up. I I appreciate every single one of y'all that checked on us and who checked on me and see how we were doing. I really do appreciate it. And for people, you know, like Chris Bryant, who started that uh, GoFundMe to kind of help us out through this storm stuff, I really can't. I don't have the words to say how grateful we are for everybody who gave to that and to help us through all this, but I really appreciate it. like I said, it's, it's nice sometimes to know that you're not alone. You know, that you get a text, um, you know, from whether it's my bowl strokes family or other people who (laughs) to I think everyone in America has my cell phone number now. (laughs) (laughs) My phones don't work, but, um, Mm -hmm. No, I mean, and in, in, in the front, besides all the business we've done and the generosity that people have shown to our community, it was just the those people reaching out to say, "How are you?" You know, uh, "How are you doing? Do you need anything?" That kind of thing. So I really do appreciate it, yeah. and I will. I promise. I'm I'm back to the, I'm back to the keyboard again, and all to right. my, my paper. Um, I, uh, yeah, no, I. Like I said, I usually write longhand. I know. And I. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. I uh, so I have a numerous, numerous fountain pens that I've used, and I. Um, I just got some new ink uh, last week. So. <laughs> All right. So get, <laughs> get to it. Song. We
0: <laughs> we we can expect some good things coming out next year. Then.
1: Exactly. But yeah, no. Thank y'all so much. like I said. It, all the the nice notes that I get as far as um, the books, they really do make a difference. I always put that in all my acknowledgements, and for the readers, every word is written with you in mind, and and that's absolutely true.
0: Well, Ali Valley, we are glad that you are in our lives, so we're grateful for you. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping hoping 2022 is is a better year for you. Um, it has to be. <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. But
1: no, for having me on. Yeah, so long, yeah. So thank you.
0: Thanks so <laughs> much for being with us. Um, I really appreciate it. And that's uh, all the time we have for today. So I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks again to Allie Valley for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for joining Liz Talk About Books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted. Peace be plenty. And be safe, folks.